Okay, warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird. Hey, warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We started this podcast because mental health is complicated and the stigma surrounding it can make us feel alone. So we are here to share authentic stories in order to normalize and prioritize mental health. We believe in professional therapy. We both use it on our own healing journeys, but we also know it isn't one size fits all. So we are here to provide tools from our own experiences, as well as those from our guests and professionals that come on the show. Thank you for being here as we navigate the complexities of mental health and mental illness together. Remember, hold on, warriors. We're going to make it. everyone to the first episode of 2023 oh yeah (laughs) you guys that was the third time we did it so it was different (laughs) sounds each time and the sounds are back probably one and done yeah that's it just because it's you know a new year Mm -hmm. absolutely it's just exciting i was saying at first i can't believe it's already over but no that's a total lie it was the longest fucking year i think Dude, I feel like I almost died and then came back to life. (laughs) A new person. I mean, this year was fucking awful. (laughs) It was horrible. It was just really long. So much happened. I went back through my photos to try to do like one of those cool like montage thingies. And I was like, no, this didn't happen this year too. And this (laughs) and this and this. I mean, like great things as well. I traveled so many places and there were so much beautiful things that happened but also like my fucking life fell apart yeah destroyed it's gotta be destroyed to be rebuilt into something fucking amazing and that's why it wasn't like complete disaster i mean we'll get into it when we talk about how we survived it yeah and we got some feedback of how you all survived this year as well so that was fun thank you for participating if you're not following us on instagram we are at unqualified therapists on there so give us a follow uh we put some stories up quite often where we ask you your feedback and then we share it on the show you can always leave voicemails for us too at www.unqualifiedtherapists.com there's a little pink banner on the side that says leave us a voicemail while you're there sign up for our email list and you get a freebie right now a pdf that sarah created it's beautiful and it's all about gratitude and you can print it out and also if you want to you can write on your ipad or your tablet Mm -hmm. or whatever with it i promise you we do not send that many emails out we really don't so you can sign up for the list and And we will not be those people You're not getting a daily thing from us. You're not even getting a weekly thing from us. No, we'll be like this month. So 12 if you're lucky. Yes, exactly. This is episode number one, one, one. What? Oh my God. 
We didn't even plan it. We did not plan it. I can't believe that's our first episode of the new year. We strongly believe in the power of numbers and angel numbers. So signs. We look for signs everywhere. And if you look for signs, you're going to find them. And if you're looking for the positive signs, you're going to find them. And it's going to lead you in a good direction. And so we know what one means. It's like 1111, guys. You know it's a very special number. The meanings can be different at different times. With 111, it usually symbolizes a new beginning or cycle. How fucking perfect. I know. I, we were both like, mind blown. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Seeing the number repeatedly means that new experiences are right around the corner and you're going to take a leading role in those experiences. So put on your boss bitch pants, people. Yeah. All of you. All of you. Mm-hmm. All genders. Do mm-hmm. it. You have abundance and happiness ahead of you. Enlightenment and good luck. This one is so important for both Sarah and I. Uh, your inner voice is telling you to focus on your desires and not to give up. You hear that, warriors? Don't give up. Don't do it. I was thinking about it. Like, I feel like that's my mantra that I want to give to everyone. I want to put out in the world. Like, don't give up. The other side's always fucking better. It gets better. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might be totally destroyed and torn down so that it can be rebuilt. <laughs> and it might be really hard for a long time. But it does get better. I almost said easier. And then I was like, nope. Nope. That's not the word. (laughs) Certainly not. But better. I think I like the word magic. Well, yeah. Like there's magic on the other side. There is magic on the other side. You're so right. Because I was just thinking, I was like, it's a different view. It's just, it's a different view. So whether that, that doesn't mean easy. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean even better sometimes. But it's a different view. And it's a more rewarding view. Yeah, regardless of kind of what comes and ebbs and flows through that view. Exactly. We were pulling some cards from, I got a new deck because I have a problem. Uh (laughs) This deck she got though is bomb. It is the Chakra Wisdom Oracle deck. It's by Tori Hartman. And I'm going to show our Patreons right here. There's a little guidebook for it. I freaking love it. And... We both got the same card. We were both shuffling for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the same card jumped out of the deck for both of us. And if you're familiar with tarot or angel or whatever cards, you know that the jumpers are meant for you. They're saying, hey, this is the card you need. So the card, what was the card we both got? Joy. Joy. Which is wild because it's not at all because it's just the way the universe works. I have a prompt on my phone and it was like, what do you wish for your family this year? And I like gave three words and one of them was joy. I love that word so much. Yeah, because it's a different. It's not happy. It's not happy. It's so different. It's It's so different. It runs much deeper than Mm -hmm. that. And I think we've talked about this before about the amount of pain that we've experienced is also equal to the amount of joy that we can experience. Yeah. The depth of the pain is so hard, but it's so rewarding in the fact that we get to experience a much deeper level of happiness in joy. This book gives us the little legend behind it. I'm going to skip that. We're going to go to the inspiration. Mm-hmm. This is them showing the cards to you guys. Patreon. See, isn't she pretty? Love the artwork on this too. Dancing Daisy is the woman on the card and she represents a new joyous phase in life and significant change, such as a move, a new job, or a marriage. This is the moment after the leap. You may not see where you are going, but you will land on your feet. 
the personal inquiry kind of made us both go, what? (laughs) So it says, what can I do to invite happiness into my life? Being present is not the same as truly experiencing something. Uh, Mic drop. Right? Because we both were like, oh, shit. (laughs) Think about it, though. I mean, I guess I would think of it as levels, right? So like... Mm -hmm worrying and being in the past and the future and then like you're like okay i'm at the next level i'm present Mm -hmm. and then there's another level of actually truly experiencing something yeah and i think i avoid that level at all costs sometimes (laughs) well not consciously not consciously but the thing is is that when you experience something when you dream so big and believe in it so much when you love so hard that all equates to the possibility of losing so hard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and loss and grief and sadness and all of that shit Mm. so that is really hard but what's the point if you don't do it right so true yep so so true i just thought it was so wild that that was the card that we pulled that both of us got and that this is episode 111 and it's the beginning of the new year. I was like, could we have more no. like new beginning, synchronicity? There yes. Yeah, synchronicity. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. All right. <laughs> I know. I know. Speaking of, we have a new sponsor. Yes. A new sponsor that's new for the, the beginning of 2023. And it's something we've never tried before. So it's pretty exciting. And I I'll was, show the little bottle yeah. to. Um, our Patreons who are watching. It's the cutest little bottle. And of course, because it has the ocean on it. I mean, I'm just like, and it says, do more, stress less. And it's called Magic Mind. And there couldn't be a better name for it, honestly, because I thought I was going to have to like drink it. And then I was going to have to wait like a really long time to feel the effects and wait to record so we could (laughs) talk about it. Yeah. But, you know, we've tried it and holy cow, it was almost immediate. It was like within a couple of minutes, I started to feel the effects of it. My anxiety has been running really high recently. Mm And I felt the effects of clarity. I've had the brain fog. I've had the anxiety. And it was almost this like melting away of those things. Melting is a really good word because I did feel that melt. Yes. (laughs) Someone who's so high strung. So it was weird to just have it melt off. Yes. Just sort of melted away. And... I am thankful for this drink and what they've put in it because you guys know if you are longtime listeners, Sarah loves the science. <laughs> she does. She likes the research and the science. Tell me the science behind it. And so I thought it was so cool to learn like what was making my body and brain do this. And it is filled with adaptogens. Ashwagandha is one of them. And that naturally reduces your stress. It's a nootropic. It helps you focus. It improves your focus. It improves your attention. It helps to clear that brain fog away. I felt and feel relaxed without being tired. So mm-hmm. like I've taken chemical anxiety reducers before, of course, you know, having, I was like, prescribed Xanax and I would take a Xanax, but then I was like, I gotta go to sleep. Like I couldn't stay awake. Yeah. I was like, okay, it, it took my anxiety yeah. away. It helped me calm down, but now I gotta go to bed. Like I'm so tired. This relieved that stress without making me tired. It calmed my anxiety and it helped me to focus and be able to get our stuff together to be able to record this episode right. <laughs> and to get a whole bunch of other shit together too and done. So I'm loving this. I cannot wait to keep it up in, um, in my routine. Yes. It's going to be great. I think that this is going to be definitely part of my new year ret- routine and routine is kind of a big thing for me. Structure. I need to start structuring so that we can get things done. Sarah mm-hmm. and I have the most 
amount of unfinished projects that need to be completed. <laughs> and I envision myself, you, oh, this is exciting for everyone out there. You can still have your coffee. So yes. you can have your coffee. It's like, have your cake and eat it too. I know, right? So you can have your coffee with this and it doesn't like interfere. Like, so it's, you know, for me, I don't even care if it's decaf. I have to taste the coffee in the morning. Me too. It's just a thing. Mm -hmm. So you can do it together. But I think that my goal with uh, Magic Mind is going to be to then use that time to write and to get things done in the morning that um, I usually just can't focus and Mm -hmm. get myself to that situation, to that like place. Well, I was so surprised because... Amy had hers before I had mine and like by like probably 20 to 30 minutes she had hers before mine and she's like okay we need to do this we need to do this and I was like what's happening I know and I was like oh shit am I being annoying no not at all I was just like why are you so focused I was like because there's shit to get done okay um we are not letting a single moment of 2023 go by without getting it done so I highly recommend it and you know we get a pretty steep discount for all of you yes you guys are gonna be so stoked about this Uh, this one's short-lived though so you need to and it's a subscription though so you could get 40% off of your subscription that's amazing it's incredible for the next 10 days and then after that it's gonna be 20% off that's like an employee discount it is like an (laughs) 40% is like way beyond employee yeah So the code that we have to share with you is therapist20. That's with an S. There's two of us. Sarah, Amy. Yeah. (laughs) Therapist20 would be the code. All caps. All caps. You can go to www.magicmind.co backslash therapist with an S. We will link that in the show notes, but check it out. Give it a try. It can't hurt for 40% off. Right. (laughs) It truly can't hurt for you to try. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked because I'm weird about this. The subscription thing, it's really easy to pause. Mm, okay. And it's easy to cancel. What I love about this too, because sometimes taste can be like, oh my God. Oh my but, gosh. Every time I get one of those shots, I'm like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, it was good. It had like it a nice not, citrusy flavor. Bad. No. And if you want the effects of it, but you're still like weird about taste, two ounces, it's a shot. Like you can just yeah. kick it back and it's great. But I, I thought it was delightful. <laughs> but it doesn't have the bite of some of those other shots that you take no, like that. Right, right. Be sure that you guys check that out and take advantage of that 10 days of 40% off. And then after that, 20% off. And let us know what you yes. think. Tell us about your Magic Mind experiences. Tag us. Do a little post. Um, give us a story shout out or something like that. But do more, stress less, like Magic Mind says. So we're going to move into talking about how we got through this fucking year. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. And it would have been easier with if we had this magic mind before then. But here we are. We have it now. So that's what's going to make 2023 better, right? (laughs) Well, there's a lot of things making that better. (laughs) A lot of things that I got to say fucking goodbye to. Yes. Oh, Mm. dropping the shit that no longer serves you. Walking away from things that you think you are supposed to be a part of. And you do out of guilt and obligation, obligation. But... Once you let it go and, and walk away and fear, how do you feel? Oh, fuck. I mean, like, no matter what happens now, it's just always better. Yeah. We're going to talk about kind of our survival guide for 2022. So how did we get through this year? And then what we're going to 
keep with us in those out of those things that helped what we're going to kind of move away from or add into i mean looking at mine first of all sarah made this awesome template uh it's going to be <laughs> in our newsletter so you can see the actual pictures that go with it and i was like there's not enough pictures there was so I much know. that i needed I to, know. Like, <laughs> to help me get it together there was um about a third less fewer pictures on here switching them out because i was like i don't know which one held more <laughs> and so i added even more I so saw like, that you did that you gave us another row yeah thank I was like, you we need more because it was it, yeah. there was a lot that was needed to survive <laughs> i know i know the first one is something that like i've wanted to be more disciplined about forever and i finally did it and i plan to do it again next year and it was so stupid because it was the Goodreads reading challenge. It's not stupid <laughs> at all. I know, but I didn't get anything at the end. <laughs> I thought a little digital badge would come up. I'm going to make you one. Please. <laughs> I, like, or like a book it. Like, can I get a pizza from a pizza hut? <laughs> like, I got nothing except bragging rights. So here I'm going to uh, brag to everyone in South Korea. Yeah, just because we're not... <laughs> It's still, that still blows my mind. Like, how did we make it to South Korea? I don't even I don't know. know. I don't know. I love it though. We're on their list. Yes. So I am a collector of books. We all know this. I love, love books. It's Sarah's hobby as well. Mm -hmm. It's a problem. Mm -hmm. But guess what? This time I read 24 That's two of them. a month. Yeah. That's what that was my like whole goal was two a month and learned a lot. I hated a few of them. I loved most of them. What was your favorite? Tough question. Uh, no, it was, um, I'm going to mess it up, but it was the Dave Grohl book, Storyteller. Okay, so storytelling. was it you that posted asking for new book mm -hmm. recommendations? And how many times did that come up? I, I saw. didn't ask for new recommendations. I asked what your favorite book oh, was. what your favorite book was. And a lot That's, of people said that one. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen that to one, it or read it. And then um, Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. Oh, yeah. I've you heard that too. You would not believe the inspiration that comes from Matthew McConaughey. I did not expect that. Well, I mean, he smokes a lot of weed. He's got a lot of insight. <laughs> I tell you what, green light right there. That's what he says about weed. So. And, oh, is that what he means? Like green light for yeah. that? Like, okay. like, like every time something goes shitty. Yeah. But then turns mm -hmm. or if he says yes to something and it's like green light, but he says it in his like his sexy, sexy like, southern accent. Yeah, mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love hearing stories. The behind this behind behind the scenes stories. Yeah. So not like what's on a fucking like TMZ thing, but like right. they're true stories of, you know, their lives. And then I also am just obsessed with memoirs. One because I want to be a better writer of one, as well as the fact that like, I just love hearing everyone's story. I mean, when Dave Grohl talks about living with uh, Kurt Cobain and like having like living on his couch and having like enough money for a hot dog or something like right, that. Yeah. I'm just like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. Cause everybody was somewhere. Exactly. Yes. And I just, I just, I fucking love stories. I do too. Well, I guess that's why we're that's here why we do, we do. doing I mean, what we do. It makes all the sense in the world, right? We okay. love stories and hearing people's, yeah. So that was my number one. Awesome. Which you also have. I do. I got to be better, but I did not read 24. That's for fucking certain. <laughs> but you will. And I only read with a couple. With your magic mind. That's true. With my magic mind, I'll be able to focus. Yeah. <laughs> but I only read a couple that were not like self-help or self-improvement, which is kind of weird for me because I usually do a pretty equal balance of that. Yeah. Your fiction ones, you didn't fiction. read a whole lot. I didn't. I read two though that like really stood out to me. They, it's a, a book and it's sequel and it's dial A for aunties. And it's one of those like funny murder mysteries. If you can 
believe that. That sounds terrible. It's a comedy writing. Um, Jesse Q. Sutanto is the author. And I. Sorry, Jesse. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> so good. Did you ever read any of Janet Ivanovich's books? No, I don't like them. Oh, well, then you're not going to like this. Nope. But if you like Janet Ivanovich, you'll like this. And she writes from the experience of growing up, like from her family's experience, which actually really helped me understand like Asian culture a lot more and listening to how they can be so misunderstood in their intentions and how they speak and dress and present themselves to people and how it seems like it's a lot for like Americanized people but their intentions behind it are so pure and loving that I was just like oh I love I that loved it. I loved it that was like one of my favorite takeaways from the whole book was how she really described her family life yeah she um like accidentally kills somebody <laughs> What? And so her, she calls her aunts and they all come to like help. Why do we feel like that's something that might happen to us one day? Because it is something that might happen to us like one day. Like we might accidentally kill someone. She was on a date with like a blind date with somebody. He was coming on to her. She was fighting him off in the car. It was kind of like oh. a little yucky at first, you know, they got okay. into a car accident. He dies in this car accident. She wakes up and is like, what's happening? And calls her aunties in for backup. I love <laughs> that. That was my like feel good. I was in like deep, deep, deep depression at that time. And so I like tagged Jesse, the author, and was like, these books got me through a few days. Like, thank you so much. And she responded back to me. So I was like, that's the <gasps> fucking best. What? It was a feel good moment for me. My books did get me through. I also, Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart. It's one of those things where you think when you're looking at it, you're like, this is common sense stuff. But it's really not because we, especially, I think as human beings, but especially as Americans, are not taught to label our emotions. We're not taught to be like, this thing that I'm feeling right here is this emotion. Yeah. And so once you can do that, you can manage and recognize and know what's happening in your body and in your mind and heart. And I just think it makes a big difference. I'm going to go to another one that we also both have. Concerts. They are incredibly healing for me. 90% of the concerts that I went to this year was in the midst of the shit, the injustice, the fucking shock. Can't even explain it to people. Like, it just completely heals me. I am very much someone who, like, won't dance on a dance floor, right? Just because I don't know if it's, like, self-conscious or whatever it is, but fucking get me to a concert. I went to so many out outdoor concerts with Mike and those two days I think I counted my sister and I saw I think six a day like 12 bands on the beach I was able to find joy in the pit of like sorrow mm -hmm. and so it just really was amazing and so I will continue to use concerts I feel like that's a pretty like you know healthy toolkit thing I agree I can't really yeah. see anything wrong with it so I mean, it's expensive <laughs> as fuck, but... Well, it doesn't um, have to be, though. Find some local free ones. Wasn't one of your favorite yes. concerts this year free? Well, it got rained out, but I did get to take Lily to see Arrested Development, and now they're on her Spotify. <laughs> I feel like when? my job Parenting is done. Parenting I can put up my hat like I've done my duties. <laughs> and she was like, this is amazing. And so, yeah, that was really fun. We were supposed to see Michael Franti, but I ended up seeing him at the festival anyways. It doesn't have to be expensive and books don't have to be expensive. I use the Libby app for 95% of what I read is through, check it out if you guys don't have it. It's a free library app. You connect it to your local library, you put your local library card in and you can borrow books digitally on your or phone audio. or tablet or audiobooks and it's phenomenal I love yeah, it it's on my list as well concerts and comedy shows I didn't see a lot of concerts this year I am sad about that I need to definitely rectify that for this year so I'm gonna I'm gonna go see all of them no I'm just kidding <laughs> 
Yes. But my two things that stood out the most, I went to see Tom Papa. He's my favorite comedian. Uh, he just this fucking funny and he talks a lot about family life and being a dad and yeah and those kinds of things like everyday things that just you can relate to a lot and then my favorite concert was the chicks i know it's the one i missed <laughs> it's the one i missed i feel like i will forever be sad about that yeah randy was like you just kept telling me over and over again i'm so happy <laughs> i'm just so happy <laughs> Aww. Yeah, so it was a good time, definitely. And that was like coming off of the super deep depression the first half of the year. And then I went to Canada, did my trip. And then like two months later, I got to see the chicks. So it was like this because that was like a slow recovery. Yes, there was this immediate change after that, but it was like a slow, you know, increase, yeah. increase in joy and, and feeling that side of things. So I love that. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could have been there. I know. Me too. We're going next year. So I'm going to do two of mine together because it's two emotions that I think people would think are on the opposite sides of the spectrum, but really it's just about releasing and it's tears and laughter. So Mm. if you are new to the podcast, I have a hard time crying. I think it's some sort of trauma response from my husband dying. I'm not sure. I cried more this year than I can ever remember crying in my life. And I laughed so much and I had so much fun. I have Sarah... And I have about a couple other friends. And then I have Mike that like every time I'm with them, we laugh so hard. <laughs> I always just feel so much better. Yeah. The tears, I'm, I put that on there as a survival kit because I guess I saw the power in crying and that letting that out, right? Mm-hmm. There was so much power. The healing came faster. We talked about this in our retreat that tears of pain include toxins. So you're actually getting rid of the shit that's stuck in your body that's making you feel gross. You know, toxins are created also by toxic thoughts and feelings and reactions. You store that trauma in your body. So this is a really great way to help release it. I'm also going to, I'm just going to go right with that with releasing exercises. Amy and I got to do the Pittsburgh Water Lantern Festival this year. That was a big thing for me to write these things down on this really cool lantern, put it on the water, push it off and watch it float with the candles and all the other people's together. The collective. The collective. Mm -hmm. Seeing everybody else's things, whatever it was that they wrote on there. I definitely want to do it again this year. I think it should be an every year type of thing. And I'd like to do some of our own. Have some fire ceremonies, some yoga releasing, some different retreats that you guys can join us on and do do this releasing because the releasing as we talked about is a consistent practice oh yeah it does it's not one and done peeps <laughs> no because then all the stuff that you are collecting is just stacking right back up inside your body we gotta let it all go it's gotta go away 2022 was my year of therapy I went sometimes twice a week, always once a week, because it was the second half of my sabbatical where that was the whole point of the damn thing was to like figure things out and to heal from them. She saw me virtually from my bed on multiple occasions. I could not have made it without the therapy that I had and the tools that I had and the perspective and just the shift. Having that person who's outside of your situation be able to like speak to this current situation is so helpful. Mm -hmm. And to have somebody in your corner who you look up to and like you know is also like a professional is such a big deal. Seeing a qualified therapist Mm -hmm. is highly recommended. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 recommend. I subscribe to that. (laughs) Uh, So I'm gonna put a couple of mine together 
family time and game nights. We try to do it like once a week, once every other week. We play some fun games that make us laugh. Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza is another favorite. We play Throw Throw Burrito. You got to try all those ones. They're fun with your family. I own them, but nobody will play them with me. Oh my gosh. They're so fun. We'll play them with you. Come play with us. (laughs) (laughs) And family time. My picture for my family time, if you subscribe to our newsletter, you can see it, is of me and my sisters and their children. So it's like a big old group of us in my mom's house after she passed when we were kind of cleaning things out we all have on a piece of her clothing which goes back through the years because my mom was a hoarder so like we literally have on all of these memories like I have on a jacket from when my dad was in like from the 70s from a radio station in the 70s but we laughed so hard during Mm. those time those days together going through things finding memories, finding the most ridiculous things that she saved. We're like, why do you have this? (laughs) (laughs) Like receipts from service merchandise from 1988. No fucking way. (laughs) Like a whole folder of service merchandise receipts. I don't think that store has been open for 30 years. Like I think it's been closed. No, but the second you uh, (laughs) mentioned it, I was there. Like I can visualize it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just the family time, though, and being able to take those really hard moments and spend them with people that make you happy and make you laugh. Laughing through the pain, crying through the pain, supporting each other through all of that is really important. Um, And the game nights with the laughter with that, too. It goes along with the releasing, I suppose, as well, because it's a time to just, like, pause and just have fun. Well, I will move right into mine with family. Um, A little bit different. I would consider 2022 the year that I built a relationship with my kids. My husband raised Lily and was raising Avery and then passed and I was left in charge. And I was like, how did this happen? Like, I am not an adult. He was raising them because you were having to work so much. Uh, yes. I just wanted to, in case people aren't like longtime listeners. And I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. I was always working more than one job. It was because the of his illness. You were mental kind of- illness makes it very hard to work when you have something that's very difficult to just function on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So if you go back, I talk about this way back, right? About what a shitty mom I am, or I hate being a mom or all these things. I don't even remember that person because I definitely have such a different perspective on it now. I'm so close with both of my kids. I just remember like it being such a big deal that I took him to the grocery store or I was going back through the pictures, you know, I took him on an airplane. Mm -hmm. I took him to the science center, like all of these things that I have done with him and Lily on my own. I am so proud of myself. Like I, that might be one of the things I'm most proud of myself for is, you know, figuring out my new situation and how to be a mom, finding the joy in that. I'm having like a total kind of revelation. And we've we've kind of mentioned this before, but I feel like the extremes that have happened in our evolution since we've started this podcast. So it's been two You're years. Right. I think if we were to go back and listen from the start to, I start to now, I think I would probably cringe a lot and be like, I can't believe I thought this concept or I believed this truly. The evolution that's happened in so many areas of our lives, Mm -hmm. not just parenthood and parenting, a lot of our views on mental health, a lot of our views on our own mental health and how we survive and, and everything is definitely wild to think about. Talking to you all, know that evolution is what's supposed to happen. Yes. And so if you change the way you're thinking, that's wonderful that's amazing that's beautiful you can change you can change your mind you can change who you are I don't care if people say people don't change people change oh absolutely people should change 
you should learn and grow with every experience you have. And I think that as embarrassing as it is for me to think about, and as much as it makes me want to cringe to think about how I might feel about you listening to something that we recorded two years ago, I think it's a good diary for you all <laughs> to say, okay, it's okay. And I would never, ever take them down. I would never no, erase nope, them. Nope, nope. Even if it's something that I'm like, oh, I don't feel that way at all anymore. Exactly. <laughs> because that's what I think we need to understand is that is growth. Yes. You know, the growth is in the change to be able to have these close relationships now with them and feel so loving towards them is, you know, the evolution of my relationship as a mother. I'm going to combine doing what makes me happy and self-care. Okay. So we don't have you guys here for four hours. Guys, I went to two this year, two yoga classes. That makes me sad. I want to have a weekly one that we go to together. I do too. That makes me happy and it's self-care, but I still have a block with it from the situation of owning my business and having to walk away from that. I have a block with yoga. I am trying to get past that to feel the joy that it used to make me feel and the the total full body and mind and soul effects that it gives me and doing what makes me happy the picture I have there is recording recording brings me all the endorphins and joy and love this is going to sound negative this feeling of desperation of wanting all of you desperately to feel the healing that I feel you know talking about these things and knowing like when I know that there's somebody out there that feels the same way I do I want you all to have that that solidarity too. So it is beautiful on more than one level. It makes me so happy. And it is self-care for me too. I think all of you should think about in 2023 as well, what is it that's going to feed your soul and give yourself permission to take away the guilt and to do that. I'm going to go ahead and just go off of what Sarah just said because I think we have the same damn picture. And it's doing what I love behind the mic. And I also added, because this is so huge for me and this is a stand I'm taking and I will not ever be silenced. So speaking up is part of my survival kit. I made the choice the day that Scott died and I felt like maybe it was the wrong choice for a amount of time and I was shamed and ashamed. The reason it's on my survival kit is because it's not shameful and I will always, always speak up. I will always tell the truth. I will always be vulnerable. I will always share my hardship because there's, there's someone out there who needs to hear what Sarah and I are going through, even though it is not like we wake up and we're like, let's air our dirty laundry to the whole entire world. That sounds like fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't want anyone to know these things, but I have found there's people who can't share for various reasons, whether where they're at in life or their circumstances. And I will do it for you because I will never, ever, ever stop speaking up for mental health and mental illness and the things that I believe in. And that's what I do behind this mic is I just, in between all of my fucks and laughter, um, <laughs> I tell, we talk about how to, you know, be real and live a more authentic life. And isn't like, I feel like that's really, what else is there? Yeah. Except to be more you. Yeah. And to be more you... You have to accept all of you. Mm -hmm. And guys, guess what? I have anxiety. I have depression. I take medication. I've had suicidal ideations, period. 
that's me. That's part of you. Yeah, it is part of it's me. It's not all of you. No, no, it's not. Yes. But it's a part that I'm not going to erase. Right. Exactly. Because someone else can't handle it or mm-hmm. it's scary to them mm-hmm. because then I can come on the show and educate you <laughs> exactly. and tell you all the reasons why it's not scary. Yes. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to combine another one again. We don't want you here for like a million hours, but um, is saying goodbye. And leaving a toxic and abusive situation and just never looking back, saying goodbye to the comfort zone, saying goodbye to something that you thought you never would say goodbye to, but it's hurting you. It's not until you're out of it that you look back and you're like, oh my God, why didn't I do that sooner? Because in the moment, it's really hard to take that leap and to take that jump. And that could be anything that you're gonna say goodbye to. It could be a a friendship, relationship with a partner. It could be a job. I mean, there's so Mm -hmm. many things that are hard to say goodbye to because it's comfortable, it's what you've always done, it's what you've always known, it's what you think you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. If you don't say goodbye on your own, I'm here to tell you the universe is gonna kick your ass right out of it. So, yeah, your choice. Your choice. I think something that was kind of an eye-opener for both of us based off of your situation in abusive situations is that abuse doesn't have to just be in a relationship. You can experience abuse in the workplace. You can experience abuse in a religion. There are other ways and places that you can experience that. I didn't think about it like that until you went to therapy with our therapist and she was like, this is like an abusive relationship, Amy. If you can take the leap for whatever it is Mm -hmm. that's causing you harm, get the fuck out. That's it. That's it. (laughs) I mean, I got a couple more, but I mean, that's it for that. (laughs) So the next one that I'm going to talk about um, that was a survival for me and more than a survival, but actually saved my life was plant medicine. My trip to Canada to do a psilocybin therapy treatment. I also did Cambo before that, which is like a frog poison ceremony. All of that combined legitimately saved my life. I was in a very deep depression and... I didn't want to die, but I had suicidal ideation so bad. I was in so much pain and I thought I was such a burden to the people around me that I truly believed life for everyone else would be better without me here. It was not like a pity thing. That was what I felt in my soul. I also just was in so much pain and I didn't want to feel the pain anymore, but I didn't want to die. I didn't want to leave my family. So I desperately wanted to do something that was going to pull me from that. And so I researched and researched, looked at psilocybin and made that as my decision. And I'm so eternally grateful that I did because it completely changed my life and outlook. If you want to know how we have an episode, two episodes on it, on what that does in the brain chemistry for you and how it changes everything. And also then my experience as well and what that was like um, was a huge life-saving thing for me. I mean, it's literally a miracle drug. Yeah. And I cannot wait for it to be legal because watching the transformation with Sarah makes me think that we can save so many more lives. This is what I I feel so called towards it Mm -hmm. and I want to help other people with it. We've got to make change in the legislation to do that. So if you have any pull in that area. <laughs> it, it happened in Colorado. Um, you can do it in Colorado. Yes, it did happen in Colorado. So it's Colorado. And it's then... decriminalized in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. Colorado Oregon, and Oregon. Right? Legalized it. It's not quite there yet. I think in 2023 and this year it is moving towards you can 
actually take part because in ceremonies. Because here's the thing, even if you're not going to do a ceremony, microdosing can save people too. Mm-hmm. So plant medicine with microdosing, I've done that. I have done the full ceremony and using medical marijuana as well. It's also plant medicine for me. It has been huge in my survival. So the last bit there's four of them. I'm going to just kind of put them all in one because they were all life-changing in and of themselves. The first one is the boudoir photo shoot. I fuck yeah. Hell yeah is right. I learned to love the hell out of my body. I don't even know how to explain that experience except fucking magic. <laughs> and it was something that I did. I kind of did it on a whim. <laughs> and- And it just, it ended up being a beautiful experience for me. Ever since I did it, I have to tell you, I haven't had really any moments of like, fuck my body. Mm -hmm. I really haven't. And if I if I do, I just take a look at an album and see a beautiful picture of myself that's untouched. If you can do something like that, it is an incredible way to love the skin you're in and it's better than all of the money that I've spent on every diet under the sun. (laughs) Yeah. I should say, like, when I say that, like, I also love health and being healthy. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm like, I'm going to go eat McDonald's every day. Right. (laughs) What I'm saying is, is that you can love who you are now and you still can love yourself so much that you take care of yourself without all of the scales and the, the shame and the calories and the numbers and all that bullshit. Also, tattoos. Tattoos are huge for me. I love them so much and I got my biggest one kind of on accident this year. It was just supposed to be a small cover-up of something from my past that just needed to go away. Um, and it's a beautiful back tattoo that nobody gets to see. <laughs> So, you know, there was healing, though, in getting it because I wanted to put to rest that part of my life. And then other hobbies that I have, teaching booty yoga is always something incredible for me. It's always super healing. And finally, we all know I'm 100 years old and I love embroidery. (laughs) So I embroidered the hell out of the year. Yes, you did. I can't even tell you <laughs> she how She embroidered people. everything. Like, I was digging through to see what to embroider next, and I was like, oh my God, these are all finished. Yeah. So for all of the things that are like kits on the internet, like the whole internet, including <laughs> Etsy, I've done them. So now I need to figure out how to like draw my own mm-hmm. or like print and then put it on the thing. Yeah. But every kit has been done. <laughs> Like, what the hell? That's such a weird thing. But as I've spoken about it before, it occupies my mind and my hands and is just a wonderful way for me to calm my anxiety. Yeah. My last few are date nights with my husband. We spend time together in the evenings, of course, but, you know, our children are there, um, whom we adore, but are a lot and take a lot of our focus and energy. We just get that time to spend focusing on one another. And so the conversation that we have when we get to have date nights and stuff is like so different and it's completely completely different different. and it's healing it renews that flush of love and appreciation for him and there's a quote from uh, and I'm not going to get get it verbatim but there's a quote from modern family when Phil is talking about Claire and how he says you know you spend so much time with one person that this extraordinary person you spend a lot of time with them that they become ordinary when we look back step back and remember why they are extraordinary it, it really like helps and changes things Getting into nature, 
I did not do that enough this year. That is going to be part of 2023 for me because when I did do it this year, it, I say this year, it is already 2023. I have to stop saying it's that. Over. Last year, when I did do it last year, it uh, was so healing and so incredible. Then the last thing that I'm mentioning it last because I need to improve upon it because when I did do it, it worked so well. And so this year I am going to really commit to planning and planning better. And I am so thankful that we have the wisdom of Megan Sumrall. We re-aired her episode. So you can go ahead and listen to that. 110. Yes, it is episode 110. And she is the queen of planning and gives us so many great tips, but I'm going to get her planner. I'm doing it. I'm just going to dive in and uh, follow her methods which are different it's not a to-do list it's not a task list you're just gonna have to listen to her episode to find out because it's a little scary to be honest because it's a lot of structure and that's something that my virgo side really wants to happen Mm -hmm. and then my adhd is like i can't do that you're ridiculous maybe maybe magic mind will help (laughs) exactly so yes entering that enter magic mind to help uh, help with the focus i don't dare say that 2023 will be smoother because i don't test the universe nope don't Mm -mm. (laughs) but i want to say that i'm so proud of us for surviving 2022 all of us you two warriors I was getting there. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Every one of us, because no matter who you are, no matter what it was, no matter what level it was, you had some sort of hardship. You had some sort of struggle, some moment where you're like, I don't think I can get through this, whether it be in a relationship or with your children or with your health or somebody you love or health or whatever it is. So you did it and you're going to do it again this year and you're going to evolve and become um, not better, but you're going to evolve and become more wise. And it's going to be another beautiful adventure. Just remember what Dr. Katie says, zoom out whenever Mm -hmm. it feels like it's too much, zoom out and be like, oh, this is just a blip. Mm hmm on the journey of my life. Yep. And even tinier blip for the universe as a whole. So Exactly. You know, just fucking have fun. Yes. Oh, I think that should be our mantra for this year. Fucking have fun. Yes. I love it. <laughs> oh, side note for 2023, Avery, my six-year-old, I'm not allowed to swear anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It is awful. So I feel like I need to go on my pillow and be like, (laughs) I even said something like, darn it. And he was like, mother. Oh no. Where did he get this from? I don't know. Lily thinks it's hilarious. Mike laughs. They both, everybody thinks it's funny. He he yells at me every time. You are using those words again, mom. (laughs) My children even know. They're like, Amy's favorite word is the F word. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Well, we both love it, though. I mean, I, I use it just so as much. cathartic. It Talk is. about releasing it. And it's not hurting anyone. I'm not calling anyone a name. No, exactly. You're just using some words that make you feel fucking but empowered by saying them. It offends my six year old's ears is what he said. He was like, it's just it hurts my ears and it offends me with his 72 year old vocabulary. Anyways, have a fucking fun year, guys. Please <laughs> just do it. Yes. Yeah. Say yes more. Oh, but say, say no. no more too. Yeah. It feels say, good. Say no. It's a full sentence, complete, hard stop. Do it. If you're still there. That's awesome. <laughs> we love you. Stay wild. And weird warriors. Peace out. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. 
All episodes are mixed, mastered, and produced by me, Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this one, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Or share us with a friend, relative, coworker, hairstylist, butcher, baker, candlestick maker. Sharing us not only helps keep the mics on, but it furthers our mission in removing the stigma. If you have a mental health journey you'd like to share, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com or reach out to us on our website, www.unqualifiedtherapists.com. Until next time, hold on, warrior. We're going to make it. Say it now, say it proud, shout it out, make it where we go.